I'm Micah Boyette, and you're listening to The Slow Way. This is a podcast about the slow goodness of pursuing a sacred love that transforms everything, including you and me. It's a quiet space where all of us strivers, serial doers, and weary achievers are invited in for a moment of reflection, an opportunity for prayer, and a chance to practice going slow in a world that often values only speed, success, and power. Our culture loves to tell us that life is frantic and there's nothing we can do about it. But friends, we know what's real. The true thing is deep down underneath the surface where love lives. And sometimes we just have to stop long enough to notice. So here, let's try. Have a seat just for a few minutes. Let's go the slow way. This reflection begins with a quote from Richard Rohr in his book, Jesus's Plan for a New World. On the most blessed, or telling ourselves the real truth about the world. There is a soul knowledge, a victory of the spirit that comes only from engagement patience, prayer, insight, and in transformation. It is never attained by mere political victories or control of outcomes. In fact, when a Christian needs to ensure outcomes, you know they are outside the realm of faith. When we do not need to control the future, we are in a very creative and liminal space where God is most free to act in our lives. Faith seems to be the attitude that Jesus most praises in people, maybe because it makes hope and love possible. Richard Rohr, Jesus' Plan for a New World. It seems to be that a lot of what we're doing here ought to be learning how to settle down into soul knowledge. And embracing that soul knowledge actually has very little to do with the kind of knowledge that the world around us deems valuable. Right now, I'm reading books about Jesus's Sermon on the Mount and thinking a lot about the Beatitudes. His most famous portion of the sermon, recorded in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5. I've been wondering what Jesus actually means by the words we throw around out there all the time in Christian circles. Phrases like the kingdom of God, or what some call the reign of God. In that world, in the reign of God, the blessings exist in an upside-down paradigm. It's not the strong who win, it's the weak. It's not the entities with the most powerful weapons who receive the good life. It's the ones who work to make peace, 
And so in the world Jesus preached about, the world I still believe the cosmic Christ is working to establish on earth. Power and intellect, money and control all lose their value. It's the weak, the grieving, the vulnerable, the ones without control, the abused, the intellectually disabled. These are the ones who matter, who win the blessing. Upside down, opposite of the rules of the earth. And it's in that spirit, that understanding of what actually matters in the upside down world of Jesus, that we learn what it means to gain what Rohr calls soul knowledge. Sometimes we think of the Beatitudes as honoring people other than ourselves, people that the rest of the world deem unworthy. But I'd like for us to think about how we fit into Jesus' list of the most blessed as well. Actually, as much as it might be difficult to believe, you are not your intellect. You're not your power, your success, or your ability to fit in at a party. You are not your ability to be happy or healthy or rich. It's your weaknesses that bring you into the upside down of God's values. And it's in that understanding that Roar's words start to make sense. When we let go of control, when we open our hands, we are, quote, in a very creative and liminal space where God is most free to act in our lives. And that is faith, letting go of control, believing that the life of weakness is actually the life of the most blessed. So what does that mean for you, for me? How do we translate the paradox of the Beatitudes into our lives today? I think it starts with the spiritual practice of telling the truth to ourselves about what is most important. What are you trying to control that you actually need to release? What lives around you are you deeming unworthy when the truth is actually the opposite? How are you choosing power over peacemaking in your relationships, and how can that be undone? The truth is that the Beatitudes are always going to be impossible to receive and will always push us to see our own blind acceptance of the politics of earth. The work of God in our lives is always going to ask us to turn everything over, look at it from the other side. And that, friends, is the work of faith, which, as Rohr says, makes hope and love possible. A slow practice. Today, I want us to do some sacred reading. Lectio Divina is a spiritual practice in which you read sacred text 
with deliberate slowness, allowing yourself to sit with each word, asking the spirit to open the words up for you, to give them new life to your heart and mind. I want us to read from Matthew chapter 5, where Jesus gave his list of the blessed ones, what we usually call the Beatitudes. I'm going to read from the message, not because it's my favorite translation of this particular passage, but because it's fresher for those of us who have read the Bible a lot in our lives. I hope it gives you an opportunity to come close to the meaning of Christ's words in a new way. Breathe in with me. Breathe out. Spirit of God, speak to us through the words of Jesus. When Jesus saw his ministry drawing huge crowds, he climbed a hillside. Those who were apprenticed to him, the committed, climbed with him. Arriving at a quiet place, he sat down and taught his climbing companions. This is what he said. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and God's rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. God is food and drink in the best meal you'll ever eat. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being careful, you find yourselves cared for. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. 
You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. Not only that, count yourselves blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer even. For though they don't like it, I do. And all heaven applauds. And know that you are in good company. My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. Take some time to sit with these words. What spoke loudest to you? Why? Thanks for listening to The Slow Way. 
Choosing a moment of quiet and allowing yourself to be slow here with me is no small thing. When we move, even for a few minutes, at a pace that refuses to conform with the culture around us, we make space for God, for wisdom, for a vision of ourselves and others that can only be seen when we take the time to pay attention. What I'm trying to say is, we make space for love. So, well done, friends. I'm proud of us. I want to thank Carson Boyette and Val Schleter for managing my social media and keeping me organized. Jason Boyette for designing the label and being my wise knower of podcasts. And the great and good Angelina Marie for editing. If you're interested in more words on the slow way, you can sign up for my newsletter at micaboyette.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at micaboyette and find my book found wherever books are sold. You can also review The Slow Way on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you think that's a good idea. But if you're too busy to do that, you probably shouldn't. Instead, make a cup of tea, sit and read, or better, take a nap. Until then, friends, let's go The Slow Way. See you next time.